0: Listening to a podcast from Light FM. Oh, the weekend's
1: over. Uh oh, sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Monday motivators, Woo-hoo! helping you start the week with your best foot forward. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. Morning. It's Monday motivators
0: time, and today the conversation is all about being a trailblazer. Last week, Terry caught up with Chef Mandigo, executive chef at the Ruma Hotel and Residences, to have a chat.
1: So Mandy, it's really nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us here today, Chef Mandy, Executive Chef at the Ruma Hotel and Residences. There's a lot we want to learn from you today or about you. The first thing is, did you always want to become a chef or was it something that, that became a passion later on?
0: It could become a surprise for you if I answer you these questions. Oh um, yeah. surprise me. Yes, surprise you always. So um, I was born in a family that all of my family relative, all of them are professionals, uh, including politics, doctor, engineering, all of them.
1: So you are unique in your I'm family. I'm
0: extremely unique. Uh, I don't like to study when I'm in the school. I, I just sleep, basically. <laughs> okay. I, I don't study, I sleep and I almost get kicked off from the school.
1: Very honest, we appreciate this.
0: I appreciate that. And my so SPM have- result is disaster. No, okay. And I, I never thought of what I'm doing right now. So right. The idea why I want to become a chef is because I thought, you know, if i being a chef, like a two-chart restaurant. Yes. You're holding the walks and the roadside, and I, I don't like have it. to cook.
1: Now, in case I you don't know f- what chucha is, is the restaurants that you go to where they cook the dishes for you and you share it in the center of the table. Exactly. Like they cook it on the spot. Yeah, chucha, I love it. Penang yeah. words are coming out. In case we didn't cover that, Chef Mandy is from Penang. Yes, correct. I'm right. from Penang. Yep. So that's what you thought could happen or yes. would be your future. And then? Yes.
0: That's what I thought because I can run away from all these alphabets. I don't right. speak about English at all. At all.
1: At that point, yeah.
0: Before 17. What?! Seriously, because I just go to school and sleep, I only attend the class and I only wake up when it's mathematics class. Right,
1: right. You love maths, is it? Yeah,
0: I love all the calculations. <laughs> okay. And account as well. So, I don't become a chef. It could be run me away from there. That's why after I graduated from SPM, my father said, just go and study a course. Like, should, he, he actually appointed me to like, go and study some engineering course here and oh. there. I refuse.
1: Okay. <laughs> I refuse. Okay. I
0: said, after I go to see all the courses, what is the content? I'm like, what does the everything about? I don't know. I said, why don't we go and enroll some courses related right. with cooking? Then I enter the college to study a uh, diploma for two years.
1: So you chose that on your own? I chose it
0: on my own. Okay. Because I don't want to facing all the alphabet. Okay. And it's the same. Yeah. When I enter the college, I still sleep in the class. Right. <laughs> Beside the practical inside the kitchen, I awake.
1: So even d- when you went into the culinary course that you chose Even then, the practical side was the one that you loved the most about it. Which is the best part.
0: Yes, the practical, I have very good results. But the one in the class is disaster. Right. And after that, you know, in our industry, we have to go for um, training. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that break the glass that I tell my lecturer, I want Mm. to go out from Penang. I don't want to have my training in Penang. And most of my classmates, they are having the industry training in Batu Right. So I told them I want to go out from the... Oh,
1: because that's where all the hotels are, right? Correct, so they you go to right. one of those resorts or one of those hotels. Why do you make that decision to go for your industrial training outside of Penang?
0: I don't want to be same like what everyone doing.
1: All right. So you chose it yourself. Did you find a place to take you in?
0: Yes, I find a place from Mandarin Hotel, Colombo <gasps> that accept me. Right. That was my like you know a Kampong people, a kampung <laughs> lady going to the kitchen like <laughs> wah wah. You know, <laughs> I still remember when I uh, have an industrial training for four months. I entered the kitchens. We have co kitchens. Butcher Kitchens, Western Kitchen, Malay Kitchen, b Kitchen, that right now is a Mandarin, like, uh grill, the right. Mozet Kitchens. Right. And they have the Pacifica, right now is Mandarin Grill. And launch for the parks, which is right now is the launch, they have to rename it. And also the like, Like wow, so it's huge, it's huge. In like, wow, this is not the chef that I thought would become a tutar chef, you know.
1: <laughs> that was the moment.
0: Yes, yeah, so like, wow. I was appointed as a co kitchen in the first time when I go in and like, okay, what I do is, you know, training, Cut the sandwiches, do all the refueling, all the profiting. But I feel, right. I feel so happy, you know, like I can be part of the team To serving for so huge preparations Wow! I remember that time, clearly there is a Norwegian seafood dinner mm-hmm. Banquet dinner happened on that times mm-hmm. And I volunteered to my chef, I said, can I stay back to learn Right. Although I'm just standing the buffet counter and offer the guests, oh, what you want? I can offer you. But I feel very happy to learn all of this. Right. And this is how I started. I feel like this is my career. And the difference is nightmare also starting there. Because during that time, we only speak English inside the kitchen.
1: So that's when you had to start picking up English.
0: You are right. So during my generations, we have a dictionary called BESTA. Okay. That you can translate it.
1: <laughs> I am older than you. So my <laughs> generation definitely knows definitely knows more about it, in fact, than you. <laughs> okay, okay. So okay. this is
0: how I started to learn my English from Vesta.
1: You've mentioned, Chef Mandy, that you've really started to really fall in love with food. When you first went for your industrial training at the hotel in KL, you saw all the different kitchens. And even it was that point when you first started to even pick up English as a second language to be able to speak it better and that sounds like a breakthrough moment for you were there other big breakthrough moments when you were pursuing your culinary career what a moment like that that made you more certain that this is what you wanted to do
0: you know after my industry training four months in mandarin oriental i Mm. go back to study again right and i try my luck again and apply job with them so i trying to see if they could accept me as a permanent staff and how it started and I started my career with them two years and eight months, clearly. I remember when they appoint me, it's 4th of August, 2008. That's my <laughs> first job.
1: This is your love of math coming out. You're very good with the numbers and the dates, right?
0: <laughs> yes. I think the biggest breakthrough, breakthrough from my career is uh, I can see myself change a lot since the day one. I become mm. a chef. Since the day one, where I'm wearing a white jacket until now, yeah. the knowledge of mine into the food, the stubborn of me, mm. About the food qualities and right. also my character, my emotions. It's getting more and more calm. In the same time, also proof that I'm getting more and more older. So um, right. I used to be a very temper kitchen, like what you saw the movies, Gordon Ramsay. You know, in the kitchen, all the best words, i break the plate. That is all happened to me when I'm young.
1: It's hard to picture that now because you do come across as a very kind and a very even tempered person in front of me. I can't imagine this person that you're describing that has the Gordon Ramsay in you coming out, <laughs> the hell's kitchen <laughs> personality. But that was what you used you it started used, that way.
0: It used to be because right. inside the kitchen I need to explain like why will be the chef become tempered when we're cooking. Because mm. we cook at high temperature, walks, temperature was very warm. Mm. And there's a lot of things coming up left and right. We need to make sure that food all go in the same time, all right. bring stuck. That's a towel, all the temple out. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> okay, but it will only happen to me when I'm wearing a white jacket. I'm totally different character inside and outside kitchen. Nice.
1: So there's the work mode version of Chef Mandy, and then there is the outside of yes. work chef.
0: Outside of me, it's very calm, friendly. Inside the kitchen is different because I know I'm holding the positions to maintain right. the food quality. So after years of becoming a chef, I know this is not gonna be works. One day, I'll become exactly like what I'm doing right now. Mm. I need to hold my temper. I got the staff that are working with me. They are watching me. I don't want to give bad impression to them. I don't right. want to run away because of me. And nowadays, the education is different. It mm. doesn't work with throwing the plates and I might get a morning letter for my HR. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got to say, a part of me is very relieved that right now we are in a studio and not in the kitchen with you in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be finding out more from Chef Mandy here on Light FM. She's the executive chef at the Ruma Hotel and Residences. Chef Mandy, not I'm sure you've been asked about this quite a lot, about the fact that when it comes to kitchens and restaurants, there is a gender barrier in many cases. There are not many executive chefs who are women. And when it comes to your experience, did you face any prejudice in the kitchen when you were rising to become an executive chef?
0: Uh, yes, it does, it does, it does. In the early mm. stage, like, when I enter a new kitchens, I do have, like, a senior of chef meal who is like 20 years old above than me. Right. And it's not easy the work. The way they talk is nothing wrong. It's just the way it's that like very strong language. Very mm. very loud. It's very, pretty, hell's uh, very Hell's Kitchen. Very Hell's Kitchen is taken in this way. So it's pretty common but I use of it. I know it's a language that we use to communicate in kitchens and mm. what I need to do is just I need to prove to them I can do. I never leave them Like doing by their own, everything by themselves. You you are going through with them together when the early stage, like I'm a sous chef, like kind of a kitchen manager. Mm. I never leave them alone. I remember clearly when I'm working in Macau, with San Regis Macau. Wow, the team is like almost 23 of us. We're serving breakfast, lunch and dinner together. So the team is extremely strong. It was not that easy going to their team because they are all local Macaunis. And they are very strong in terms of their teamwork. And for me, as an outsider Malaysian, go in the kitchen, who are you? They don't tell me like this, but in their eye, it proves me. You can feel it. I can feel that. Mm. So I need to prove with them that I'm here with you. I want to join your team. It's not like you're going to join my team. Mm. I'm going to join your team. I'm going to work with you together as a team. And even
1: then, were there a lot more male colleagues or male people in the kitchen that you're working with and fewer females?
0: Most of the time, besides the pastry kitchen, have more females. Right. Basically, they are mere. Right, and so I,
1: a lot more men that you had to work with. In that kind of environment, right, do you find that, is there something within you that made you especially able to deal with that situation and rise above your male counterparts that were in the kitchen with you?
0: I would say it's more like opportunity I have given since I'm young, mm. throughout my exec share from Mandurah into Kuala and throughout my, exec- my director of culinary from certain uh, Macau they all give me the chance but the main thing is you have to put in your effort everything's to do mm. I used to have a nickname called 7-Eleven <laughs> <Seriously. laughs> 24
1: hours yes
0: it's like you will see me every time when you need it but beside my sleeping time right. so it's about effort I don't say whether it's me or female because I think this is kind of a sensitive topic to compare mm. each all of us so, right. but I will compare in terms of like effort that you put in your kitchens and don't say kitchen, you carriers. And you will mm. get it what you want. If you're putting like more than 100% effort that you want to do for it, you will become a success. It doesn't matter about me or female.
1: Right, it's about the amount of work that you put in, which is right. exactly what you did. Yes. Like you said, you were called 7-Eleven because <laughs> they knew that when outside of your sleeping time, you were going to work it. You were going to put in the effort, whatever it took, to get the job done. Yes. You've been a chef for years now. Have you had any kitchen nightmares that you've experienced or any wild mishaps in the kitchen that now when you look back on it, it makes you laugh and think about how crazy that was as an executive chef today looking back on your experience.
0: Yes, I think that's a lot. Oh, uh, tell us.
1: Tell countless, us. countless. Tell us about okay. the, top, the top ones. The top one. Let's yeah. talk
0: something that is more meaningful for me. Okay. I remember my first career attached with Pacifica Bar where okay. right now is uh, Mandarin by Mandarin and Colombo. I used to call me, you know, go in, your chef, will, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, do that, do that, do that. That is what it started, but it's pretty common because uh-huh. we are fresh in the kitchen, we don't know what to do. I remember clearly a senior of my chef is telling me because I was arguing with them, I come here early, I do my things, like why are you always late? Like, you know, we have a very little kindergarten, like, that's me, la, when I'm still like 21 years old, right? right? So the chef was telling me things like, my wife is pregnant. Oh, okay. I need to prepare the food for them to for the wife to eat before they come to work. And Mm. one thing is about that he he make me feel like bad is because he teach me one lesson that is forever until now. I still remember. We as a chef, we are working together as a team with minimum twelve hours. I can tell you, we serve lunch, breakfast, dinner. Mm. But think back, I need going to go back see my wife. After I'm working. And mm. could be less than four to five hours. That's mm. the only time I can see my wife. I'm facing you more than my wife. And we should work together as a family. It's not like. You know. Uh, pinpoint what's a mistake from here and there.
1: Right. Right. So.
0: It does. Make me remember until now. About this senior that teaching me like. You know. We in the kitchens. We are working together. Mm. And any ha- thing happen. I'm with you. I'm not with my family. Right. So it might not be working well. As what we think of like. But. Remember, we are a team. We are on the same boat. We are driving the result together.
1: And it's like a family as well. Like, it's right. beyond that. And I like that It's you're highlighting the fact, I think beyond being colleagues, sometimes we don't see the fact that a colleague is still a person, a yeah. human that has a whole life outside of their work. And we only see them in this one like narrow viewpoint of them being this colleague who does this role. Mm-hmm. But to remember that everyone is a human, there's more to them than that. They've got struggles that they're dealing with, people outside of work. And to remember that to treat people with, with kindness, right? And yeah. to uh, be more empathetic. That's a great thing to highlight. Yeah, that's
0: always make me think like, it's a mistake that when I enter the kitchen, I just trying to like, you know, kampung lady come to the kitchen, <laughs> want to be attention here. <laughs> and then, but at the end, I found out it's wrong. It's the biggest mistake that I ever think. Like, I would say it's like, I don't feel respect with my senior that in teaching me and I'm trying to like, you know, charipasa with them, you know. Mm. So <laughs> it's a thing that I feel shame until now, but I don't repeat the same things. I remember the lesson until now.
1: Then you shouldn't be ashamed anymore because, like you said, you've learned the lesson yes. and now you're a better person. And now you are teaching or even expressing to other people around you that, that this is the way things should be based yep. on what you have learned. And now people are learning that from you. When you're not in the kitchen, let's <laughs> go there right now. Okay. Say. When you're go. not in the kitchen, let's say, take off that apron, take off the the chef's jacket, the white shirt, and also the chef's cap, right? And it's just you enjoying food as Mandy Gaw. Not Chef Mandy Gaw, but just Mandy Gaw. What type of cuisine or food does Mandy Gaw love?
0: Mandy Gaw like to cook fine dining, <laughs> western food. But I don't cook after work. Okay, okay. It's too complicated. So many <laughs> things to prep. So many things to wash inside my house. i like, skip it off. <laughs> But I love Chinese food, I love street food. I always cook mm. street food, uh, like uh, Chinese food for my family until my sister tell me, can you just sometimes cook some Western food? <laughs> All this Chinese food and street food, we can head it outside, but that's me. I like to cook fish head noodle.
1: Oh, I
0: think my second sister who would be. Hu Tao Bi Hu Tao you're right, you're right. So this <laughs> is a fish head noodle I love to cook for my family until my sister felt like, can you cook others? We we, we can have it outside, but simple, I like a simple cuisines. uh mm. comfort foods, that's what, uh, represent Mendigo when I out of
1: That's the Penang Lang coming out, I feel, right?
0: Very Penang.
1: Alright, one day, one day we're going to have to ask Mendigo, not Chef Mendigo, but... Mandy Gore, to let us try her homemade hutao bihun, fish head noodles, one day. Do that, I promise. I'm putting it out there right now. Yes, <laughs> I promise. Now, we we watch a lot of TV shows with a lot of chefs going around about their business. So, like you've mentioned earlier in this interview, in fact, you mentioned Gordon Ramsay. So, it seems really chaotic if we look at the drama that happens on screen. Mm-hmm. Based on your experience, you're a real-life Amazing executive chef. Is that really chaotic? Is that truth to how much chaos that's happening in the kitchen? Take us through like your day. Is it that mad?
0: Yeah, it is, it is. It's not easy. I think the best part is ask our mom how much time she has put in the effort to prepare for New Year Eve, Chinese New Year <laughs> Eve dinner. From breakfast, lunch until you Nina know, is still prepared. It's real. It's real. It's like uh, a lot of details we need to put in right. to make sure all goes well, especially in hotel industry. Mm. People are paying more of more higher price than the like the normal restaurant right so what would we be expecting our food quality the service everything it has to be perfect so mm. it's more and more effort we need to put in it is true
1: so it's like every day you go into work is like Chinese New Year Eve every single day <laughs> you are right <laughs> exactly. you it every single day
0: yes yes it's true it's true and uh, in hotel industry, we need to take care about a part of the food quality, mm. the food safety, food hygiene as well. So every single thing is a very important for me from the receiving until the servings.
1: If somebody were to ask you or say to you now, I want to become a chef, would you say go for it or would you say think about it really hard?
0: I will ask them to think about it. Is this, is this what you want? Mm. I would tell them about the entire journey, what you will be expecting as a chef. If you accept it, then you go ahead. I don't want you give out the chef career halfway. You're like putting few years of effort and you mm. cannot tahan like, long working hours, Chinese New Year, Valentine, Christmas, raya, raya. You cannot go back home. You have to work. Right. And then salary is lower compared with other. Then you will start comparing and you give out. Then might as well you just don't start it. You must be expecting what you will be facing if you choose to be a chef.
1: Right, You've brought up quite a few challenges that a chef would face as they rise up through the ranks there's the fact that there's long hours there's learning the various types of cuisine there's yeah. going to various kitchens in your experience what was the most challenging aspect for you
0: the most challenging is maintaining I would say we all can cook mm. but how could we maintain is a big story and also it's not cooking by myself anymore. I have a huge team and mm. my team is cooking on behalf of me. I'm managing them. Mm. So what will make the quality, consistency is about trainings, And this is the most difficult part. Mm. It sounds very easy but it's the most difficult. One day if the mood of the chef of my team is not in good or oh, less salt, more salt here and there. That is very important. So I'll, I always want to make sure they have a good working environment. Right. And what they focus is cook for the guests and I will take care of the remaining of the things. So oh. like right now, I'm moving my role as a exec chef. So some of my time might not be spacing in inside, might not be inside the kitchen. Some mm-hmm. of my time might be inside the office doing some calculations of money, costs, planning for next year here and there. But yeah. that is my job to provide a good working room for my team. Wow!
1: Well, thank you so much for being so honest with us and sharing with us today. We appreciate you joining us and giving time to us today. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on shock. That's S Y O K.